today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. The Ontario government now says it has an interim sex education curriculum that teachers must follow and emphasize the word must. That's what the Premier and the Education Minister said yesterday when they made this announcement. Uh, But they've also said that they are adopting a snitch line so you can tell on, you can report on teachers that may not be teaching the curriculum or may, heaven forbid they have the audacity to do this, may even start using some of the old curriculum and talking about things like same-sex relationships and things of that nature. Uh, Teachers are incensed about this. A number of parents groups are incensed about this. And uh, boards of education are kind of stuck in the middle. Let's talk with Manny Figueredo about this, Director of Education at the Hamilton Board of Education, as they have to talk about exactly what's going to be happening. Manny, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Uh, thank you, Bill. Great to be on again. I know you and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and there was a kind of a, a, an interim period there where we weren't sure what next steps were going. So we were told yesterday from the uh, Premier's office that there was an interim curriculum. Now, have, have you laid eyes on this? Have you any idea what exactly what this entails? Yes, well, we received a, a memo yesterday as well, and it, it is an amended version of the 98 curriculum. There was an amendment that came out in 2010. Um, so it is the, you know, so it, prior to the 2015 curriculum in health and food, it was the curriculum our teachers were teaching. So electronic versions will be sent to school boards again, not hard copies, because as you know, they're going to be consulting on all the curriculum, especially this one. So uh, our team is then again uh, beginning to identify the gap uh, in terms and being very clear of what what you know what is what is now missing from this curriculum that, that the teachers were currently teaching, and uh, so that process has begun. So you've already just started that process. Uh, are are we correct in assuming, as as many had speculated earlier, Manny, that uh, that some of those key elements that you have talked about earlier are, have been excluded from this curriculum? We look back at the t- t- 2010 version especially the areas around physical development, you know, really being explicit on, you know, in certain grades, naming uh, certain body parts uh, wasn't in the 2010 amended version. Uh, Some topics around sexual health as well. And um, we're just doing a look at, again, around some of the things around gender identity. Um, So those are the things the team are are looking at now. And like I said before, um, especially around the area of gender identity, we still have a responsibility. This is not being explicitly taught or assessed, evaluated. How do we ensure that students who come to our schools with maybe a different identity, different family structures, how do we make sure that they're being included and feeling safe, even if the curriculum is not asking teachers to teach it? So this is, this is the tension that, of course, some of our teachers are feeling. How do you draw a line there? And, and well, it's the government, I guess, that's drawing the line. You're going to have to obviously uh, work within the parameters. At least, well, we'll get to that in a couple of seconds. But, but I mean, if if it's excluded from the curriculum, and, and for instance, there's a circumstance as, you know, a classroom where a teacher starts talking about it, uh, what happens? I mean, you know, somebody calls and snitches. We'll get that. That's ridiculous. But I mean, are, are, are they going to be disciplined for that, for, for talking about relationships, for talking about gender identity, even though it's not in the curriculum? See, and this is so. This is one of the challenges for our educators, not just in Hamilton, across the province. Sure. Um, we we talked about teachers, even with the you know before with the current curriculum before it's the 2015 version. Teachers were not there to promote one identity over another, one religious belief over another, or uh, one family structure over another. But they were trying to make sure through the curriculum that 
students saw themselves in the curriculum and that every child felt, felt safe and, and, and included. Um, now teachers will have to be aware that, that if they are not, once we do our gap analysis, to be teaching, explicitly teaching these topics. However, these topics emerge as students share their stories, as students share their personal experiences, as students share what their families did over the weekend, or students are becoming more comfortable around their identity. So uh, you know, under the Human Rights Code, we have to ensure that we're responding and making sure these children are, are feeling safe and that they're acknowledged. But under the revised curriculum, teachers are not supposed to be teaching those topics. And, and that's the tension that the teachers are going to feel. So we still have to provide the support to make sure that teachers feel uh, comfortable to resp- how do I respond if a child uh, ad- you know brings up their uh, gender identity brings up a different family structure am I um, uh, to ignore it many of the literatures or texts out there or resources might show different family structures or different orientations so that's the tension we feel the teachers will be feeling so we're going to do an analysis and support them and, and um, but your question is um, if it's, if there's a complaint about teacher not teaching the curriculum in any subject, and is a complaint by parents, uh, we would always investigate, and that wouldn't be new to us. If there was a complaint by a parent or a student that something's being taught or not being taught, we would look into it and follow up. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.